What's up, guys? A little late tonight because I was listening to that Ron DeSantis, Elon Musk, Twitter Spaces thing with DeSantis announcing his you know, presidential campaign. A um, lot of thoughts on that. A lot of thoughts on that. But I will say one thing I want to make known is, man, just this whole, just the fact that DeSantis is throwing his hat in the ring. It's really bringing out people's true colors, like the toxicity in people's personalities and their whole tribalism mindset, right? Whether they're just totally for Trump and absolutely shitting on DeSantis or whether they're all over DeSantis and shitting on Trump or the you know tribalism all around. Then you got folks out there crapping all over RFK Jr. or they love RFK Jr. and they're crapping all over other people. I don't know, man. I'm excited for primary season. I think it's a good thing that we're going to have Ron DeSantis running, RFK Jr. running, um, Trump obviously running. I mean, just all this competition that's going to be out there. People are going to be listening to a variety of different narratives. I mean, it's just compared to previous presidential elections there's just so much more of a varied sort of i guess non-establishment non-establishment contenders there's there's going to be a lot of anti-establishment narratives from the different contenders that's going to be thrown out there don't get me wrong i'm still for trump in 2024 um i think he is going to win but and I've got some interesting thoughts as to the deal going on with DeSantis and Trump. Honestly, part of me, like a little part of me deep down, is thinking there might be some kayfabe going on between those two. And by that I mean that uh, they might actually be working together in all this. And that's something I'll, I'll probably do a video tomorrow sort of explaining my thoughts on that. That idea is kind of out there, and a lot of people have a difficult time wrapping their head around it, but I'll explain more of what I mean on that uh, in the future. But regardless, I, I think it's going to be great primary season. Um, I think it's just kind of silly. It's kind of childish, the, the toxicity spewing from people's mouths and just personal attacks, right? Like... Look at the merit of their words and actions. Merit of their words and actions. Um, listening to that Elon Musk Twitter space, though, with DeSantis, felt, well, the first, like, ten minutes of it was very scripted. You could tell Ron DeSantis was sitting there giving his spiel, reading from a script, going through his talking points. It was definitely scripted. Then they got into more of, like, a question and answer portion. Granted... Everybody that was asking a question to DeSantis, it almost felt like it was preconceived that there were uh, people already chosen to give their answers because it was all very pro-DeSantis. And a couple of the people that were asking their questions um, insinuated as if Trump had gotten nothing done, didn't do anything, or was swamp himself. It was odd, some of the questioners. Um, I'll just say this. I was at Mar-a-Lago on November 15th listening to Trump's announcement 
campaign announcement on that day. And it was inspiring, energizing. It was epic. <laughs> and then listening to this Twitter spaces, which was marred with technical difficulties. I mean, Twitter servers was not able to handle it. And it took him 10 minutes to get it going. App kept crashing on me. So it was difficult to even listen to and get started. And then listening to the conversation, it was pretty lackluster. Like there was no comparison, no comparison at all. Uh, anyway, I'm going to play DeSantis's uh, very first video he put out, campaign video. He put it out on Twitter. We're going to watch it and then go through some different stories and stuff on this. Uh, and then we're going to get into talking about, what else do we have? Carrie Lake continuing her fight. We've got the Department of Homeland Security putting out a uh, National Terrorism Advisory Bulletin. Yeah, just uh, definitely setting the stage for some false flags in the future. Jack Dorsey calling out the CIA and the FBI, invoking words of John F. Kennedy to do that. I'm curious. I'm curious if Jack Dorsey either has new handlers or maybe his puppet strings have been cut. Honestly, I think his puppet strings have been cut. While he was CEO of Twitter, oh yeah, total puppet shill boy. But uh, honestly, now that he's out of Twitter, um, I think he's kind of doing his own thing at this point. What else we got? Some news on those IRS whistleblowers that got taken off the Hunter Biden investigation. We've got the Rockefeller Foundation partnering with the World Health Organization to prepare for a possible future pandemic. Yeah, they put out a joint statement yesterday that we'll go through a frickin' Rockefeller Foundation and the WHO. That's a true globalist tag team there. Um, also, I want to touch on a super fake, not UFO video that's going super viral. Not only viral through the mainstream media, but it's also going viral through the alternative media and social media, just like all over the place. It was a, it was a purported UFO photo put out by Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. I don't know if you guys are familiar with who Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp is. George Knapp was actually the guy that brought Bob Lazar out to the public back in the 90s. So there's a little bit of backstory on him. I know some of you guys out there aren't familiar with those names, but those of you who follow the whole UFO community niche sort of things might be familiar with those names. Anyway, uh, I, I think they're kind of blowhards myself. Jeremy Corbell is this like Hollywood guy. George Knapp is a uh, local news reporter out of Vegas who works at like a CBS or a ABC affiliate, something like that. Uh, I think they're kind of mainstream media blowhards myself. Anyway, not a UFO at all. Freaking military flares. Super easy to de debunk. Not even a UFO at all. Mili military flares over a training exercise. Yet, all the mainstream media, bunch of alternative media, George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell going hard with their narratives that it was a Mojave Desert UFO. Um, so we'll debunk that and then finish up talking Target. 
Black Lives Matter going bankrupt, and a new company that's going to get Budweiser'd looks to be North Face. <laughs> got to get that good ESG score. So got to put them pride clothes out. And due to, cl- due to climate change, virtue signaling, yeah, North Face, almost the worst, de- definitely the worst advertisement yet we've had from any of these companies. Bud Light, Ford, Adidas, this North Face advertisement takes the frickin' rainbow cake. We'll play that towards the end. All right, guys, a couple shout-outs. Def Jeff, thank you, man. Wanted to go shooting in Wyoming, but weather there is no bueno this weekend. Uh, isn't there, like, monsoons rolling through that area? I know in eastern Idaho, they were getting multiple inches of rain with monsoons flowing through. If it was just, like, light rain, a little bit of rain, I'd say go train in it. But I, th- I think you're getting, like, monsoons over there, aren't you? So, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. Um... What you shooting, man? What you bringing out to the range with you? Or did you lose it in a boating accident? You don't want to uh, don't want to tell me. Don't blame you. All right, guys, let's dive into it. Starting off with a word from today's video sponsor. I want to thank Virtual Shield for supporting. Whether you're trying to surf websites that are blocked in your area, keep your data safe and encrypted when you're surfing the web or block the prying eyes from government and websites from tracking your internet usage, a virtual private network is going to help you with all of those things. Virtual Shield is an awesome VPN service for super cheap right now. Using the link in the description underneath this video, you can get two years of Virtual Shield for just three and a half bucks a month. This is what I use myself. I highly recommend it. Uh, Super easy to install the app and scramble your information. Uh, turn the VPN on. If you do any website surfing out in public at a coffee shop or an airport or wherever, definitely get a VPN. Definitely get a VPN for that. So thank you, Virtual Shield. All right. Now let's check out this Ron DeSanctis distraction, whatever you want to call it. This Ad, campaign video. Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable, and freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. Our great American comeback. 
One thing about that video, doesn't it feel a little overproduced to you? That's the kind of video I would expect to see in some sort of Netflix or Amazon show when they have some actor portraying president coming up for a speech to the to the people in some Hollywood production. Felt a little overproduced. And then that slogan there, our great American comeback. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? <clears throat> Did I hear that in 2020? Because that was a campaign slogan that Trump used during his <laughs> campaign a couple of years ago. Here's a screenshot from a YouTube video that's still up on Trump's YouTube account. Great American comeback. Bam! Not creative at all. Um, so, here's the thing. I'm going to go back to that point I made earlier. The crazy conspiracy theory of mine. Is, could Trump and DeSantis really be working together? And DeSantis, you know, if, if that's the case, hypothetically, not saying it is, not saying I'd even believe it. I'm just floating it as a theory, right? If I, I could see Ron DeSantis being like a honeypot for the rhinos, all the rhino money, all the big rhino donors are going to start flowing into DeSantis's campaign. Um, it's also exposing a lot of the conservative ink, the fake, you know, like mainstream conservatives on social media. It's exposing them. What else is it doing? I mean, every, every good story needs a protagonist and an antagonist. So wouldn't, wouldn't it be perfect for DeSantis, you know, if Trump and DeSantis were working together for Trump to say, hey, DeSantis, throw, throw your hat in the ring, you know? For those that are more like politically correct conservatives who don't like Trump because mean tweets or whatever, I want somebody who's presidential. They're going to they're gonna be supporting DeSantis. And guess what? They're still going to be getting those narratives out there. DeSantis' campaign is still going to be getting those narratives out there. The anti-radical left, anti-establishment narratives. Right? I don't know. Again, I'm going to do a video tomorrow explaining my thoughts on that a little deeper and backing it up with some Trump retruths that he posted. But anyway, um, and then this is another piece of evidence. Why, why is DeSantis basically running the exact same campaign as Trump? The exact same campaign as Trump. He's like Trump's mini-me, you know? I would not be shocked if DeSantis campaigns for the next year and then Trump's still leading in the polls. A few months before the election, DeSantis um, quits, gives up, endorses Trump. Trump wins. DeSantis fi finishes out his term as governor of Florida, which lasts till 2027. And then DeSantis ends up getting a spot in Trump's administration. Watch him be attorney general because DeSantis has that law background. Oh man, am I, am I going real, 
real bad with the predicting here. I'm probably going to be wrong. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. What's, what's, what's next? Oh, yeah. Just the way the mainstream media, although. Huh. But, okay. Back to the chat. This is my point. Somebody said here, the big money backing him. I assume you're talking about DeSantis. The big money backing him. That's the point, though. If Trump and DeSantis were working together and DeSantis was acting as a, like a rhino honeypot, that's like the point. To suck in these big rhino donor money and then expose them. Right? That's like the point. Is to be like the honeypot. <laughs> suck in those rhinos. And then those rhinos think they're getting a, <laughs> they're getting their rhino candidate. Really? Nope. Nope. Gotcha, bitch. So Vanity Fair wrote this yesterday. Ron DeSantis will formally announce his 2024 bid with Elon Musk because apparently David Duke wasn't available. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Right? Whether it's Trump or DeSantis, they're both going to be triggering the shit out of the libs. And hey, RFK Jr. is even triggering the shit out of the libs. So it's great, no matter who it is, as long as it's not Biden. I'm, I'm, I mean. Are you not entertained? I'm entertained by all of them. All of them. Uh, And Elon Musk as well saying that Basically, any of these presidential contenders are allowed on Twitter for a Twitter space, whether it's Trump, Biden, RFK Jr., Elon Musk agreed. Okay, he'll, he'll have any of them on. Happy to do it. Have Biden on, RFK Jr. I think that would be great. One of each. Let's do one with Trump, RFK Jr., and Biden. Yeah, you could say like RFK, mm, could we say RFK Jr. is a honeypot? I wouldn't necessarily say that. But he's definitely shaken up the left side of the boat, if you know what I mean. The port side. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great what RFK Jr. is doing. Yeah, sure. There's a few things I disagree with RFK Jr. on. There's a few things I disagree with everybody on. But let's be critical thinkers and not one-issue voters here. It's a big problem. is people who hear one thing from somebody that's like a short little clip, probably taken out of context. Maybe that person didn't mean to say it or has more context to their thoughts that they didn't share in that moment. But people get triggered over like one issue. When you got to look at like the totality of not just words, not just words, but also actions. So, um, there's that. And this kind of supports my point. If, I mean, even if not, if Trump and DeSantis are not working together and DeSantis really is a rhino um, globalist contending for president, whether they're running some kayfabe, working together or not, 
both situations are giving us the same goal of exposing the the rhinos, exposing the con ink mainstream conservative fair weather lamos out there. The the so yeah, whatever. I'm not attached to that theory. Again, I I have a lot of ideas in my head that aren't beliefs. But they're ideas, they're possibilities I entertain. And I think that's the mark of a well-oiled critical thinking machine is when you can entertain ideas but not automatically believe them or automatically accept them. You can think of possibilities, multiple possibilities, multiple angles to some situation, but not be so emotionally attached or triggered away from any particular possibility. You're just looking for the truth which requires, necessitates zero emotional attachment. Anyway, so we got this. GOP mega donor urges Trump to drop out a 2024 race, backs DeSantis saying it's time for the next generation. Although it's this guy. And it's kind of ironic that he wants the next generation when he looks like he's from 10 generations ago himself. His name is... Hal Lambert. Hal. He is the founder of the company Point Bridge Capital. Super wealthy. I'm assuming he's a billionaire or he has many hundreds of millions of dollars. Here's my point. He was back in Trump. Now he's turned and he's now back in DeSantis. So maybe DeSantis is working with Trump and acting like that rhino honeypot. Maybe he's not. Whatever situation, this is exactly what's going on. So it's great. It's good. It's good, regardless. Um, already went through that. Oh, here's the Atlantic. So we had Vanity Fair with their David Duke take, right? Now we got the Atlantic, which remember, the Atlantic is owned by Steve Jobs' widow, Laureen Powell Jobs, who was buddy-buddy with Ghislaine Maxwell once upon a time. Got photos of them chilling together. So the Atlantic. Child trafficking cover-uppers. The Atlantic. Twitter is a far-right social network. It can no longer be denied. Basically, they're saying Twitter has become the same as Truth Social and Parler. It is now a right-wing social network. No, not really. Um, it just shows you when the public square is open to debate from all sides and people aren't censored anymore. Well, most people are kind of conservative-leaning. Even if they don't label or call themselves conservatives, or even if they don't vote for Trump, or wear a red MAGA hat on their head, Deep down, even if they don't publicly admit it, they're kind of conservative-leaning. At least with most issues. Most issues. So. <laughs> Look at that photo. They got the Twitter blue bird <laughs> morphed with an elephant. <laughs> Made in the Wuhan lab. All right. Couple shout outs here. Thanks, Matt. Much appreciated for those gold pills on Foxhole. 
Love the predictions. Oh, man, if you're going to tip me for predictions, I could make a lot of predictions, let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, does RFK have a chance against Biden? Probably not, honestly. I mean, it depends. Well, I don't know. I do think there's going to be attempts to rig the 2024 election, but I do not think there will be the kind of success they had with the 2020 election. So that's why I am fairly confident that whoever gets the most amount of votes which will probably be Trump, is going to win. I do think there will be cheating attempts, though, but I don't think it's going to be insurmountable. So, but does RFK Jr. have a chance against Biden? Probably not. I think he'll make, I think he'll make a good run. He'll make a run for it, but I don't think RFK has much of a chance. And from what I hear, the Democratic Party isn't even going to hold debates. Is that right? They're not even going to hold debates. So, take that for what it's worth. And Harry, Harry Clinton looking wrecked. Oh my God. What is that? What the hell is that growing between her shoulders? Oh my God. She's in the running with George Soros for biggest eye bags. Let's see. Hillary says. If Trump wins in 2024, it would be the end of democracy in America. Shut the hell up. The end of democracy. Uh, there is no democracy because America is a constitutional republic. There's actually a difference. <laughs> end of democracy. Uh, and then a little more get Trump here. News over the past day about special counsel Jack Smith. Special counsel Jack Smith. Um, let's see. Wrapping up his criminal investigation into whether former President Trump mishandled classified documents, having interviewed virtually every employee at Mar-a-Lago. Gotta, gotta interview the janitor. Maybe the janitor saw something. Maybe the chef saw Trump stuff documents into his lunchbox. Why it matters, Axios reports. This is the probe widely believed to pose the most serious threat to Trump's freedom. Based on the publicly reported evidence... Republicans may struggle in their efforts to defend Trump. <laughs> yeah, and they're saying that Trump might be getting some indictments from special counsel Jack Smith soon. Special counsel's everywhere. And you get a special counsel, and you get a special counsel. Although, you ask people on the street about who Jack Smith is, special counsel Jack Smith, 99 out of 100 people aren't going to have any freaking idea what you're talking about. Who is that guy? I don't know. Looks kind of like a angry son of a bitch, tell you that. What do we got next? K 
Carrie Lake announcing she will continue to fight the stolen election case to the Supreme Court, and she will launch the largest, most extensive ballot-chasing operation in Arizona's history. Ballot-chasing operation. You go, Carrie. She's a fighter. She ain't giving up. So, that's good. Keep going, Carrie. Trump's vice president, pick. No, she needs to be Arizona governor. But it'd be pretty sweet to see her as Trump's vice president, right? That's what I'm saying. And then in Arizona, the Republican side of the Senate, they're opening a committee investigating COVID abuses. They're calling it the Novel Coronavirus Southwestern Intergovernmental Committee. Arizona Senate Republicans opening that. The Arizona Senate Democrats put out this doozy of a retort against it. It's it's just pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Hi, Arizona. Senate Assistant Leader Mendez here with Caucus Chair Senator Alston. We're coming to you today to explain the dangers of the Republicans' upcoming sham COVID-19 committee. The Senate Republican leadership has signed off on another conspiracy theory-filled committee that is meant for nothing but spreading misinformation to appease a radical fringe of their base. This sham is being called the Novel Coronavirus Southwestern Intergovernmental Committee, which is an intentional nod to QAnon and will include two days. You heard that right. The Novel Coronavirus Southwestern Intergovernmental Committee is an intentional nod to QAnon. <laughs> I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. What the frick? Intentional nod to QAnon? <laughs> Explain that for me, please. Curtain-looking lady there. Intentional nod to QAnon. Days of hearings on May 25th and 26th at the Arizona Capitol. Using taxpayer dollars and time to mock the lives lost during the pandemic is inconceivable. Our caucus will not be attending or participating in this scripted committee. Republicans have apparently learned nothing after their last sham hearing resulted in a Republican House. Let's play a drinking game. Every time they say sham, 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 we will not be participating in this scripted committee, says that while reading from a script. House member being expelled. This committee will feature a string of speakers known for their disinformation about the pandemic, vaccines, and support for QAnon. And it's partially paid for by the American Project that has ties to Mike Flynn and the former Overstock.com CEO, Patrick Bryan. It is a disgrace that this Said hearing is wrong, being Dumbo. considered an official legislative Brian. activity which lends government legitimacy to QAnon and Ooh. other conspiracies. We got three shams and three QAnons. Legislative Democrats understand the impact COVID-19 had on every Arizonan and are working to ensure our communities continue to rebuild 
However, this type of misinformation and dismissal of the lives lost and the medical professionals that work tirelessly to save lives is disgusting. Is disgusting. So we got a tie between Sham and QAnon. That's just, they got Tired nothing else to say. That's, that's when you know that they've lost and they're desperate for whatever dumb shit they can say to attack is they bring out their QAnon straw man. Man. I got some thoughts on that. I'll save that for later. I'm going to be recording, speaking of which, I'm going to be recording a few videos tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Thursday. Knowledge Base Day on Badlands. Hope to see you there. But I'm going to be recording some videos and putting them out on Locals and JordanSather.tv. So if you're subscribed uh, on Locals or .tv, pretty much how I run my stuff now is that I, I record videos exclusive videos for locals and jordansather.tv and then on twitter if you subscribe on twitter that's where i like can type and converse with you via tweets and stuff like that i also have a private telegram chat for uh people who aren't on twitter but yeah so got a couple platforms for exclusive videos a couple platforms for messaging and shooting the crap with you so go check them out but anyway I'll be uploading some rants tomorrow on those platforms. So, there you go. Thanks, Juan and Leela. Friggin' idiots, man. Friggin' idiots. Okay. Uh, IRS whistleblowers talking about being removed from investigating Hunter Biden. We now have a second IRS whistleblower who has alleged retaliation for raising concerns that the DOJ was acting inappropriately on the investigation into Hunter Biden. So this is the second IRS whistleblower in about a month to come forward to Congress. And we also have news on the first whistleblower. So the first whistleblower is trying to get in touch with Chuck Grassley but Chuck Grassley is being denied access to the investigation by Democratic Senator Ron Wyden out of Oregon. So this leads me to believe that this isn't some fake phony whistleblower. That this guy might actually have some substantial things to say if, especially an Oregon-based senator, Democrat, is trying to prevent them from talking. Uh, prevent Grassley from checking out the investigation. So yeah, good job, IRS. 87,000 new employees, and you can't even get one or two of them to look at Hunter Biden. Good job. Good job. All right, now let's get to that press release between the Rockefeller Foundation and the World Health Organization. They have announced a partnership to expand global pandemic preparedness, although I don't really understand this last part, in an era of climate change. Are we talking pandemics, or are we talking climate here? 
Let's see, the Rockefeller Foundation and the World Health Organization have announced a new partnership to strengthen the WHO hub for pandemic and epidemic intelligence. Ooh, sounds official. As part of the collaboration, the foundation is investing five mil, Rockefeller's investing $5 million in partnerships working with WHO to cultivate global networks for pathogen detection and strengthen pandemic preparedness capabilities, including broadening surveillance. Great. Great. Digital health passes. Uh, surveillance for diseases worsened by rising temperatures and extreme weather. Oh, that's how they're roping them in together. Broadening surveillance for diseases worsened by rising temperatures. <laughs> Let's see. And how can we rope the transgender agenda into this too? Let's see. Let's broaden surveillance for diseases worsened by transphobia that's worsened by rising temperatures, that's worsened by conspiracy theories, that's worsened by... Pick your agenda. Man. Interesting. Are they setting up for a 2024 pandemic? It's an election year. Gotta roll it out. Because why? Black Lives Matter is going bankrupt. We can't roll out BLM during election years anymore. We got to roll out our pandemics. Yes, my friends, Black Lives Matter risks going bankrupt after running an $8.5 million deficit last year. So nobody's donating to him anymore. Bummer. Democrat money laundering ops going kaput. And maybe you shouldn't have let your founders buy, like, eight homes each. Could have saved you some money. Seriously, if they're in an $8.5 million deficit, I mean, their founders, all three, four homes, million-dollar homes, just sell the, all the extra homes, and you'd be able to patch up that deficit. But Black Lives Matter... Hey, at least it's only $8.5 and not $32 trillion. Yeah, okay. All right, now let's get into that UFO story. So, I just Google, just Google UFO, and you'll find a bajillion news articles all from the past 24 hours about this story. Oh, shit, here's a, here's a story about Stephen Greer's event. Let's take a look at that after this. But anyway, yeah, UFO expert Jeremy Corbell claims military guarding data from desert sighting. That's Jeremy Corbell. He kind of looks like a caricature, doesn't he? He looks, he looks goony, and he kind of is. Like <laughs> when you hear his voice. His voice is kind of like, eh. Voice does not match the face, one of those. Uh, TMZ, mass UFO sighting over California military base. Daily Mail, black. Half football field size triangular UFO hovers over California military base. Group, this is NBC News. Group investigates mystery triangle UFO spotted above U.S. Marine base. All of them. All of them got duped. Got friggin' duped, bro. Even, Gateway Pundit here. 
50 Marines spot triangular UFO as big as a football field. And here was the podcast that Jeremy Corbell released all this on. It's on his YouTube channel. Uh, there's Jeremy Snorbell, and there's George Crap. Um, they call themselves investigative journalists, but they didn't investigate this story for shit, I'll tell you that. So, their story is that on April 20th, 2021, dozens of U.S. Marines being trained at 29 Palms in California watched in awe as a massive triangular-shaped object sat motionless in the sky for minutes. Let me break it down for you, bro. They were military flares. Check it out. Investigative sleuths, actual investigators, found video footage on military websites from that exact same day, April 20th, 2021. There was Marine training going on. Marines were training air exercises and ground forces were training as well, but they had aviation detachments, aviation squadrons out doing trainings in 29 Palms, April 20th, 2021. Here is a video. You can see freaking flares, bro. Look at that. You can see their smoke trails. And some military flares will actually have parachutes on them so they stay in the sky for longer to illuminate the ground. So they can... They can go really slow, almost look like they're hovering. Certain flares can stay in the air for minutes at a time and move really slow. So it can appear like it's, you know, maybe like a craft that's hovering there or something like that. But look at that, five freaking flares falling. And here is the photo that Jeremy Corbell put out. Look at that, five little dots. Even in this grainy-ass image, you can almost see what looks like a smoke trail of it. But yeah, freaking flares, bro. <laughs> Derp. So anyway, um, a lot of them got duped by that one. And then let's see, okay, here was another just random UFO article. I wanted to look at this one. All right, we got press release. Ooh, Stephen Greer. I think Stephen Greer is incredibly blackmailed. I think he is fully compromised and a massive grifter. I do think Greer puts out a good amount of useful information, but I also think he is... He and his steroided arms are full of uh, disinformation too. So you got to be careful. Got to be careful with a lot of these UFO guys. But what do we got? Stephen Greer. Stephen Queer. Founder of the Disclosure Project and one of the world's leading authorities on the UFO issue will be presenting definitive evidence of illegal unacknowledged black budget projects related to UFO operations in Washington, D.C. on June 12th. All right. So what is that? Three weeks, about three weeks, a little under that. So Greer is gonna be doing another National Press Club event. He did one of these like 
20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, something like that. Um, he will be joined by several top secret government whistleblowers. Then they're not top secret if they're going to join you at a press club event, bro. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm going to read this later. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you here, but just want to let you know about that. What do we got next? Let's get into some of the tranny stuff. So Target removing all of these satanic pride designs after parents raise hell over tuck-friendly bathing suits. So Target, they don't want to get Budweiser'd. So the uh, backlash is working. When cancel culture is actually used for good. It's a great thing when it is. Um, womp womp. Target pulling their pride displays. Hmm. <laughs> is this real life? What is happening here? Uh, don't go shop there, though. Target's trash. All their products are trash. Made in China, full of toxic shit. Just don't. Just don't, okay? Although, this is... This is where the women are gonna have to take charge, guys. Sorry for assuming your gender. This is where the biological women are gonna have to take charge. So with Bud Light, with the Bud Light boycott, what's the main gender that drinks Bud Light? Mostly men. Men led that boycott. Very successful. Budweiser's getting screwed. Anheuser-Busch. With Target, what gender spends the most money at Target? That's your ladies. So ladies, you're going to have to lead this boycott charge. We believe in you. We'll call it a girl-cot. And then Target holds emergency meeting over LGBTQ merchandise in some stores to avoid Bud Light situation. It's funny. It's the uh, the stores that move their pride displays first were the stores in the South. <laughs> right? Stores in the South. All the Texas stores in Louisiana moving their pride displays. Uh, read the room, guys. Why did you have them out in the South in the first place? Who's even buying that shit in Mississippi? I don't know. Um, and then let's get to that North Face ad. It's a minute long. I'm going to play it, make your ears bleed, make your eyes water, and let us cringe together, my friends. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual. Hold on, I got to restart it. Because the volume's not up, you got to hear this. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual, and today I'm here with the North Face. Bro, we are bro. Check out the stash on that one. Oh my god. You gotta be real careful applying lipstick under the mustache. Don't wanna mix those two up. <laughs> 
Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual. And today, I'm here with the North Face. We are here to invite you to come out. Real-life homosexual? In nature with us. Wow, this is nice. We like to call this little tour the Summer of Pride. This tour has everything. Hiking, community, art, lesbians, lesbians making art. Last year, we gay saw shade across the nation and celebrated pride across the nation with hundreds of you across the nation. This year, hundreds. we're back, back, back again with two new stops. Atlanta, GA. Why? Because you're there. In Salt Lake City, we're coming for you. Patty, can we go? Of course. This year, all these fabulous speakers will be coming from inside this TV to a nature near you. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LGHG TV community. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. Definitely a guy. Definitely a guy. I honestly don't know what to say to that. I don't. Eye bleach? Heh, you're talking to the right dude if you need some bleach. <laughs> oh my god. Oh! You know... I wouldn't classify myself as pro-choice, but sometimes, I just, sometimes. Ugh. Here's the pride collection on their website. The North Face. Welp. Looks like I'm gonna have to burn my North Face jacket. Burn it. At least I don't see any children's clothes on here. But, oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. Heh <laughs> I wanted to check it out to see if it had an option that said like male or female, right? You ever see those Amazon listings for products that are pride products? And then in the Amazon listing, it'll have a gender. You could buy the male or the female shirt. <laughs> oh my God. Hold on. Looks like this has actually been on their website for a while. We got reviews from 10 months ago. What? Hold on. What just flashed up? I saw the word youth. No! There it is. Yep. North Face is donating to... Nonprofit organizations dedicated to transgender youth leadership. And here's another nonprofit called Youth Scene. 
we're going to support transgender. I mean, it's called youth. There you go. There it is. Yep. Oh my God. Let's check out the kids section. Do they have pride clothes under the kids section? Uh, uh, where are the rainbows at? Where are the rainbows? Honestly, all this stuff kind of looks rainbowy. All right, I don't see any pride clothes for kids. I'm sure it's somewhere on this website. Come, come on, the North Face is from Colorado. What do you expect? It's from Colorado. Uh. <sighs> and then lastly, we've got this viral video of a girl who goes to college somewhere. What college? I don't know what college, but... She's doing her final report, her project, final project on uh, transgenders in women's sports. And her teacher gave her a zero on her project for using the word biological woman in it. I got a zero on a project proposal in my class because I used the term biological women, which is apparently not allowed anymore. She even said it was a good project proposal, um, but I got a zero because I use this term and it's exclusionary and not allowed anymore, so. And I 100% know that this is like the most biased grade ever because my project is about transgenders competing in biological women's sports. How am I supposed to do my final project if I can't use the word biological women, but that's what my project is about. I got a zero on a project. Drop out, just drop out. Save yourself the money, save yourself the hassle, save yourself the brainwashing. I mean, just... The whole just drop out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Colorado is very much like California. Bunch of pot-smoking hippies. But no, it's... I mean, you get, like, these states... Colorado, where Denver, one city, controls the whole state. You go outside of Denver, and it's completely different. You don't get that radical leftism. It's just like Washington State. Seattle, Seattle, Tacoma, control the whole big state. California, you, get, you got LA, San Francisco, and... Sacramento, yeah, but California is huge. You do have a lot of areas of California that are not lefty. So, I don't know, man. Let me bring some tunes in. We'll do some Q&A for a minute. I see some questions rolling in um, that I will address. What do we got?
Patriots win on Foxhole says, hey, has anyone heard of this dude named S. Giannon? Yeah, his real name's Stephen Harvey. He's full of shit. Full of absolute shit. Tries to make himself seem like such a good researcher. And he probably does a little bit of research, but he then takes that research and fills it with a bunch of BS. So, um, he's a clown. Jordan, you look looking all tan and stuff. Been doing yard work? Uh, no, I need to do yard work, actually. I went, uh, I went shooting last weekend. So I was out in the sun for like five hours. Getting dark. I've also been out running every day. So I run for like half an hour in the, in the sun every day. Chat says, your niece and nephew were in Seattle, $300,000 educations, and they work for $12.50 an hour. Um, I thought the minimum wage in Seattle is 15 bucks an hour, though. They're probably at 15 an hour, if they're making minimum wage. Or they might be outside of Seattle and you're just using the Seattle name, but maybe they're... Or, or was the whole state was 15 an hour? I guess, I think most places, even some of the red states have 15 an hour minimum wage now, so. But yeah, regardless, um, minor details. That's, yeah, people paying out the asshole for these edumacations from the government institutions. And it doesn't do anything for them. It just puts them in huge amount of debt. And they get shit jobs at desks that they hate. Seattle's getting expensive too. Like more expensive. All, all of Western Washington is. A lot of people that left California moved up to Washington. Which You're escaping one shithole and just going to another shithole with more trees and less sun. My parents actually sold their house in Washington a couple years ago and a Californian came up and bought it. Did I hear anything about digital currency rolling out in July? No. Uh, got more details on that? What do you mean? Digital currency rolling out in July. Question, how would I make bank these days? Oh man. Chat GPT. No, I, I don't know, there's a lot of ways too. Ooh, we got a detractor. SGAnon is not a clown, man. Jorthan. Jorthan. That's a pretty sweet name, man. 
If I was like some Viking god, maybe my name would be Jorthan. Anyway, spelled it wrong. You sure have changed and not for the best. Why do you always degrade others when they deserve to be degraded? I don't know. Why are you triggered? Facts over feelings. SG Anon is full of shit. He is. <laughs> promotes Flat Earth, promotes the Nazara BS, promotes the quantum financial system BS, does interviews with Charles Ward, Michael Jaco. SG Anon was following Phil Godlewski early on. Phil Godlewski. Um, and they were promoting each other. I mean, I could go down the list. I bring receipts, my friend. Why do I degrade others I, when they deserve to be? And unfortunately, there's a lot of frickin' jackasses on the internet these days that deserve to get clowned on. <sighs> You're done with me. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Anne. SG Anon was good years ago, but fell to the wayside? You're probably thinking of a different person, because SG Anon just popped onto the scene like six months ago. Nine months ago, something like that. Uh, you heard someone say federal digital currency is coming as soon as July? Well, who's that someone? And what exactly did they say? And did they provide any backing to for their claim? Yeah, because that'll help you. <laughs> yeah. Jordan is asshole. Jordan is asshole. Whatever happened to the fool Kim Gujin? I know who you're talking about. I was going to put her into my last clickbait of the week stream, but... I was getting towards the end of combing through a bunch of videos and I was just getting worn down. Man, listening to Kim Gujin, that's a trip. She's gotta be a robot. She's gotta be a robot. Cause her whole narrative is, you know, some of these clickbaiters, they'll say 80 to 90% like generally okay stuff, but then they'll inject the 10% of BS in there. But when it comes to Kim, it's 100% BS. And you're just sitting there like, this has to be AI. This chick has to be AI or a robot or on drugs. Debbie says, Ron is not ready for prime time. Vote Trump all the way. We'll see how he does in town hall and debates. Ron's good with the script, I'll tell you that. And part of that Twitter Spaces chat today was definitely scripted. But we'll see how Ron does in debates. Man, a Ron DeSantis-Donald Trump debate, though. Oh, dying to see that. 
really hope that happens. Elf Boy on Rumble. You went through the comments on one of Godlewski's recent videos. His people are turning on him and calling him out. <laughs> yeah. His comment sections are bad. Chat says you hate the liberalism here in Colorado, but southwestern Colorado is beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful parts of Colorado. lot of beautiful parts of color. It's just like Washington. Washington is awesome for environment. There's just a lot of assholes. A lot of assholes. up with the music this is my uh it's my house music aggressive house mix yeah man i love the west coast that's what pains me me how much of a shithole it's all become. Chad asks, Jordan, does chlorine dioxide cleanse the liver? It's quite possible. medical advice. I am very familiar with chlorine dioxide, but I wouldn't call myself an expert on it. I'm sure, I'm sure you could research. A good website for it is mmsinfo.org. mmsinfo.org. Or you could probably go to Rumble and search Andreas Kalker videos. He would probably talk about it somewhere. Chlorine dioxide in the liver. I would guess so, somewhere. Jordan, does vinegar cleanse the liver? Oh. I mean, I put apple cider vinegar and salads and like stuff like that, but I don't know. I just have this. Deep reaction. This. Whenever I smell vinegar. 
Love the shut up and listen attitude. <laughs> ben Davidson and you offer advice, not shove it. Yeah, I like Ben Davidson's attitude too. The give no shits kind of attitude. I really liked when Ben Davidson started doing those live streams. Because you don't pick up on that attitude in his daily news videos and everything he does that's scripted. But once Davidson started doing those live streams, those were fun to listen to. I listened to some of those in the mornings. Did I hear about Mayor Adam? Talking about New York Mayor Eric Adams? Talking about tracking beef. They're going after the food chain fast. Tracking beef. Huh. Who, what, where, when, why, how? Tracking beef. Colorado is covered in haze like nobody's business. That's because there are massive fires up in Canada right now. Up like um, north of Banff, I think. It's up towards Edmonton, like going into Jasper National Park. Kind of middle upper Alberta. There's a bunch of big fires going on right there. Yeah, last weekend... Um, it was quite hazy here in here in Daho too. Idaho. Some winds came in and pushed that smoke east, and so now it's probably over you in Colorado. City's food based emissions by 33%. Oh, son of a bitch. They're using the climate change excuse to, uh. Trying to make us go vegan! I ain't ever gonna go vegan. Mayor Adams commits to reducing city's food based emissions by 33%. Illuminati confirmed! By 2030, after releasing new greenhouse gas emissions inventory, incorporating emissions from food. Okay, this store, this store is a month old, but still relevant. Yeah, they're going to be pushing a bunch of plant-powered food. Fake beef. Fake meat. Plant-based bullshit. I, 
think you're right, Polly. All those Canadian fires were set on purpose to kill off Bigfoot. It's a Sasquatch conspiracy. Fully agree. Alright guys, I'm gonna head out. Good chat. Thanks for chilling. Appreciate you guys. Uh, knowledge Base tomorrow, Badlands Media, 7.30 Eastern. Hope to see you there. I'll be back here on Friday. Streaming Rumble D-Live Foxhole. And then I'll be uploading some videos to Locals and JordanSather.tv tomorrow. Be doing my normal shit posting on Telegram, Twitter, and True Social. The three T's. Kind of the main platforms I'm on these days. I'm also on Instagram. If you want to go find me on Instagram, at George Sather, J-O-R-D Sather. Um, I've been uploading short videos on Instagram. So I'm not too active on there, but yeah, I got over 5,000 followers now. Building back up. Build back better. So anyway, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, True Social. Appreciate the gold pills, the tips, Rumble Rants. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you all. And I will see you maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday. Take care, everybody.